tell you what's real with reality. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And I feel like we just did an episode because we, we technically just did. just did an episode, but we're back to our normally scheduled Thursday night, so... We're back to our normally scheduled life. Life. But Philly was fun. We had a lot of fun together. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had, I've been to Philly, like, a few times, but not, like, actually out in Philly, because Ted's parents live, like, 15, 20 minutes outside the city, but we never, ever go to the city when we're there, but it was fun. I think Ted had fun up until the point that he broke his ankle, so... Yeah, that was probably a sore point for him. But everybody gets along so well, mm-hmm. so it was nice. No, it was nice, but... Told Ted. It's his fucking damn boots he was wearing. His boots that he loves so much. They betrayed him. The boots betrayed him. But, so for anyone that doesn't know, Ted bought fucking cowboy boots in Nashville. He I think they're nice. Two, he bought two pairs. It was one of those stores where it was like, buy two, get buy one, get two free, or whatever the fuck it was. So I was like, oh, I'll get a pair. You know, I go to that. Country concert every once in a while. I can throw on a pair of country boots or cowboy boots. But he got two pairs. So he wears them around every fucking wear. Like, why? You have other shoes. You have nice shoes. And so on his birthday, I threw him the surprise party. He ended up rolling his ankle that weekend. It got swollen, all that stuff. Then it never, like, actually got better. And then this weekend we were in a historic house. It was quirky. Like, I feel like that's the best way to describe it. A little weird. A little hazardous. Very hazardous. (laughs) But Ted ended up rolling his ankle again this weekend. And then it started going, like, numb and stuff. So he went to urgent care. Don't go to urgent care if you think you broke a bone. Because they they don't know what they're doing. And they were like, oh, you might have a fracture. Or a bone chip. Excuse me? No. Like, do you not know how to read an x-ray? So he's going to a specialist tomorrow. But... He had to go. He he was overdue to go. And yeah. that that last role was like, now you absolutely need to go and get yeah. this looked at. Yeah. He definitely needs surgery eventually on his ankle. But, like, it's just, like, he's in so much pain. Like, he walked into a duffel bag earlier today before you came over. And, like, all I hear him yell is, like, fuck. And I was, like, what happened? And he's, like, there's something poking out of the duffel bag. There's nothing in the du-. Like, huh. I think one of my, like serums is still in there, but uh, I'm sorry, a serum hurting your ankle? No. no. You're just... You need, you need <laughs> a bunny ankle. You have a broken foot. No, ankle. But <laughs> he needs something. He needs a wa- walking boot, wear sneakers, I don't know. He needs something else. Mm-hmm. He needs to just get it fixed. Because it's not good. No. But besides that, the weekend was good. I really like the idea of BYOB brunches. Loved it. I mean, it ends up being such a good deal and it was it's still fun it's like the food was really good mm-hmm. and they can focus more on the food because they don't yes. have to worry about drinks yeah i really loved that i wish they had more places like that around here mm-hmm. even i don't know do they have a lot of places like that in new york they, i know they have byob places in new york but i don't know like philly had a lot of byob brunch places they did. it was mostly that yeah. Honestly, there weren't a lot of bottomless at all. Mm-mm. But then again, I just, sometimes I do love my bottomless because then it's like, I can just drink whatever and not have to think about it. I mean, we kind of, like... Well, we did anyway. Like, you bring just 
multiple bottles of champagne and just yeah. you can literally we sat there for hours. Forever. So but it was good. What are you doing this weekend? Um this weekend Matt is coming down. That's exciting. Yeah, it'll be fun. I don't really know. Nothing too Planned. exciting, but um he has a friend that lives down here. Mm. So we'll do something with him. But other than that, nothing too crazy. I'm just glad tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> Even though this is a short week. And I do have to say, I feel like it went by pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Normally these short weeks, I like starting a short week, but it's like, you know, you start on the Tuesday. I don't like it when it's a short week, but you end on the Thursday. It, it just feels different. It feels like Tuesday, I'm like, I'm already almost halfway through this week. Yeah. Where you start, you end on a Thursday, you're like, eh, I have to still make it in four <laughs> days. Even though it's the same four days. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because Friday's like... Like, you're at least at Friday. Yes. Like, if that makes sense. Like, Friday goes by fast because it's Friday. Exactly. This is like, when you, when you start Monday and then you're just trying to get to there, first of all, you don't ever get to Friday, really, because <laughs> you only get to Thursday. It's just not the same. It throws you, you off. Then you have to, like, squeeze things into a short week where this is like, you come in and you play a little bit of catch up. And by the end of the week, maybe you're probably, like, in a better spot. Yeah. I don't know if that's really a true, true theory <laughs> or a true thing, but it feels that way to me. Yeah. I am going to New York this weekend to get my hair done. That's all I have planned. So you have an exciting <laughs> weekend, too. Yes. But I'm definitely not going as short as I did last time. But I do need a haircut, so. I mean, I like your hair both short and long. I think your hair looks good either way. But... I just need it done. It's so curly. Like It doesn't look that curly, though. I straighten it, though. For people who can't see, it doesn't look <laughs> that curly. I straighten it, and I'm going to Florida, and that humidity yeah, ain't, it's, like... that's gonna get you. Yeah. That humidity is no joke down there. So, I'm getting it done well before I go down to Florida. Well, not really. We leave soonish. A few weeks. When are you going? February 13th? 12th. The 12th? Yeah, so not that far away. So, we have to figure out... Recording. That oh, week, yeah. What day are you leaving on? Wednesday. Ooh. So it's like all of our shows. Yeah. But we get back Sunday, so we could always do Sunday. Yeah, we can just record on Sunday. But you get back... Sunday afternoon. Is that President's Day weekend? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I don't really know. We'll figure <laughs> it out. We'll, we'll see what's what. Either Sunday or whatever. We'll figure something out. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you should just come down to Florida. We'll do live from the beach. (laughs) That would be funny. Just tell Matt, it's Valentine's Day weekend. We're going to Florida for (laughs) for a trip for the podcast and you have to come. So I'm sorry. I know. I already made reservations for Valentine's Day um, down there at a restaurant. So it's in St. Petersburg. That's how I'm going to trap Ted. So like, Get him to St. Petersburg for a nice dinner. It's on a rooftop. And then go to the bars. And then go to the bars and get shit-faced. He might be in a walking boot. But, but he'll rally. <laughs> he will rally. So that's that so far is my plan. That's a good plan. <laughs> and I made dinner early. So then we can enjoy the <laughs> night of St. Petersburg. So Living like the Florabamians. Mm-hmm. So that's my plan. <laughs> it's a good plan. Maybe I'll see them down there because you know how Nilsa has to go down for her court appearances, so. Oh my gosh. This, tonight is when she does the she, incident where she gets arrested for. The flashing. Yeah. Right? 
I thought she would have gotten arrested. Isn't, like, the preview of someone kicking the window her? Yeah, that's what I thought she was getting arrested for, but I feel like that happens after, after. she gets... Because there's the scene of, like, are you really going to arrest me for flashing? Yeah. But... Which is also a little bit ridiculous. Like, yeah. really, you don't have better things to do in St. Petersburg Beach than to arrest people for flashing. Sometimes I think they hire those police. I don't think that they can do that. Like, I feel like that's against some, like, code. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but I feel like they're just, like, fake police. <laughs> speaking of, I'm jumping a gun here, but speaking of um, Floribama Shore and Siesta Key, I saw in some group that the same, there was these three girls who were at some bar with, like, Gus and Jeremiah, three blonde girls. Same three blonde girls. Are with Alex. Are with Alex. Alex girls. What What? was that? Like, he just rolls up with... Three randos. Three... I was gonna say three bitches, because that's how they made it seem. Like, he... Like, it was like a rap song. Like, have all of these people behind him. Like... Like, he's balling. Where's... Where are your guys... Like, why are there no guys with you? Well, he can't bring Polly Paul on anymore, so... That's true. Who else is he gonna bring? His other his, friends? I don't know. His other anti... I don't know. Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> He's going to bring Jenny McCarthy <laughs> to the house party. That would be something. That would be a crossover for sure. I don't know. She's blonde. But it wouldn't be the crossover I need. <laughs> She's blonde. See, so you know it works. It, she would fit in. With him, at least. No, oh that was gosh. weird, though. It was, so, it was so strange. It was really like, what's going on here, MTV? Because it's a little too coincidental that they're both your shows. They're just paying people to show up. Like, 100%. Why can't they pay me? Like, exactly. Please. I would love it. I am willing. Just to be in the background. Like, you know, I'm not trying to get any airtime because I don't I can I fill don't space. Like, yeah, just, I can drink. Yes. I can I can be that person. <laughs> we can be the people that you need to fill those spaces. So just call us. I'll even do it for like 500 bucks, honestly. I'm not greedy here. I'll do it for a hotel room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you pay for my flight and my trip, and I'll do it. Yeah. Like, maybe a dinner, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe some food. So, you know, let's, you need a per diem for the food, the flight, and the hotel. But that's it. So You don't, you don't have to pay me for my time. <laughs> exactly. I will give you my time for free just to be a space filler. <laughs> we would be great. So... There MTV. you go, MTV. <laughs> Call us. Um, okay, Siesta Key. I Amanda, like this whole, I don't even know where to start because I don't remember where the episode first started. So it starts off and they're all sort of collecting their thoughts. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know where it starts off? It's Kara and Garrett are in the bed together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this is so scripted because were they really... Just waking up together in the bed. Also, I don't understand. One, who is Kara's friend that is suddenly in every single scene? Like, do they not leave each other's side? I read that she's uh, an old college roommate. Like, they didn't even introduce her. her. Like, they don't at all. They were just they did nothing. They just put the little name, like Veronica or whatever Victoria. her name, Victoria. See, I don't even know her name. <laughs> um, but I don't understand how when Garrett was like, "Oh, I'm going to see the baby," blah blah blah. And Kara's like, oh, I'll go. Like, why is it all of a sudden, like, equating to, like, that's what Garrett wants. Like, you can go see your family without wanting the wife and the child right at this moment. And the baby. Also, Garrett doesn't seem like he wants a baby right now. No. So, if I can pick that up, you should be able to pick that up. But 
Th- that's a stupid storyline. I don't know where MTV's going with it, but... Neither. In nowhere. I feel like the reason Kara has this random friend now is that nobody else will probably film with her. Mm. Except for Garrett. So it's like, she needs somebody to talk to about this. And Chloe. And Chloe. And it's like, Chloe is busy storing other pots that she doesn't yeah. have time to come and film with Kara and to talk like, about Garrett. No one fucking cares that Kara and this girl went to a spa. Nobody. It was uneventful. But it's like, she needs, she can't just sit there and talk to herself in the pool. So she needs somebody to film with her. Yeah. So she probably was like, hey, you want to come down, stay in Siesta Key for two months? And she was getting a small stipend. At my fake house. At my fake house. That's not even my house. <laughs> and talk about some fake storylines. And why not? For I would whatever. do it. MTV. That's another job I can do. <laughs> the, the sidekick. The sidekick. Where I'm not really in the drama, but I can give you that, like, that one or two lines where it's like, Mm, now I see why you're here. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we start there. Then it's the whole talking through, like, what happened, and Chloe's talking through how the cops were there, and all of that stuff. Then it cuts to this, it keeps cutting between Chloe telling the story, and, and then Juliet telling the story, and it keeps cutting back and forth. But Juliet was essentially admitted to, like, not knowing what happened. Like, she was in no. a blind rage. I think she was blackout. I yeah. think she was blackout drunk and in a blind rage, and she doesn't remember exactly what she did. And so I don't think she realized the full severity of it. But at the same time, Chloe is taking the stance as if she did nothing wrong. And she swatted her. Yeah. She did swat her away. Also, she got there's her time face. and place. Like, don't try to talk so- to someone about, one, like, when you're bringing up, like, Robbie and, like, all this stuff, like... There's already been drinking involved. Like, why don't you do it the next day when everyone's sober and saying, like, hey, I just want to talk and then do it that way. And exactly. And you know everybody is drunk and you know she's probably drunk. So why are you Mm -hmm. trying to have a a real serious conversation? You should be like, hey, you know what? Can we go to lunch next week? Mm -hmm. I, You know, just to talk. And then that would be the right place. And you probably wouldn't have the same reaction. And it would have gone very differently than the way it went. Yeah. So, you know what? Chloe... Chloe is a shit stirrer, but she likes to pretend that she did I have nothing, nothing wrong. Yeah, I, I have nothing to do with this. And it's for the furthest thing from the truth. But, so they go back and forth. I, I also don't understand, like, that whole scene where Kelsey goes over to Robbie's house for no reason. Really? She went over... I don't even know why she went over, to be honest, like, to get a read on the situation. Oh, because she went on that date with Jared, who said that he was a baby, basically Robbie's a snake, and he was clapping and instigating the situation, Mm -hmm. and Kelsey went over to try and talk to him and say, hey, was it what was happening? Mm -hmm. And all he did was speak in riddles and sayings. It was like, I always take the high road because the low road is too crowded. Can you just have a normal conversation? Do you have one? It's like, you didn't take the high road. You were clapping. You were clapping. And it's like, can you just have a thought without having it to be a saying? Yeah. He's starting to annoy me. He is starting to give me the vibe of very fake, manufactured, I'm on the show just for press. Which we we all knew that was partially true. But please, just like, have a normal conversation. Not to mention, he's lying about things that anybody watching it back is going to be able to see. Yeah. You're on film. But then there's that whole thing of, like, did MTV tell him to clap, like, the, like, along the lines of, like, the whole, he stole my phone. Why the 
fuck does he need your phone? And why would that be the first thing he thinks to do? Also, how did MTV magically catch that exact moment amidst all the other chaos going on? They thought, let me film Robbie. Also, during the chaos, like, what if he dropped his own fucking phone? Yeah, we don't know if it's her phone. What if it's Juliet's phone? What if it's Chloe's phone? Yeah, they could have cut that scene. Like, she threw her wallet and phone, and then, like, all this other stuff happened, and then he dropped his phone and then picked up a phone. Exactly. There's no confirmation that that was, it was a blurry-ass fucking video. No confirmation that that is Amanda's phone. Like, why are we... What does he get from stealing her phone? And also, who doesn't have Find My iPhone on? Like, that's a basic thing that's on an iPhone. When I got, like... When my thing happened with my phone, like, I could track it until someone turned it off, like... And it gives you the last lo- yeah. lo- location, so even if, let's say, he did steal it and he turns it off at Juliet's house, it's gonna show up as a- at Juliet's house. And then you go to Juliet's house and say, my phone's here. Yeah, exactly. It's just such a stupid storyline that they're trying to do, and, like, okay, you're trying to paint Robbie as the bad guy. You don't need to do that by saying he stole Amanda's phone. It's like the least believable storyline as to why he's not a good guy. Yeah. There are a million other scenarios I can come up with. Like, I don't even know, but he's, you could say he's saying disparaging things about Juliet. He, you could make up rumors about him. I mean, they already, but here's the thing. They're just picking up very stupid things to say he's a bad guy, you know, she steals the phone. And then the whole thing with, he lies about his age and his favorite movie. Since Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. It's like stupid little things. I feel like it's because he might actually just be a good guy. And MTV doesn't know what to do. They don't know, like, how to fabricate this. So they're just picking at nothing. They could just lean in to the whole Rubella of it all and just say, like, he's using Juliet for class. Like, that's something more believable than, oh, he's a snake because he likes Wolf of Wall Street and he steals phones. Like... Just things that are so irrelevant to the situation. And you know what? I think I did see maybe on Twitter, somebody came out and said, why are is no one stating the obvious? And it's just saying, he's using you to be on this show. Yeah. But then people are saying, you know, maybe they can't really, they can't go there because that is breaking that fourth wall of saying, you know, he's only here because we're filming this. Yeah. So I could see that. Maybe they are not allowed to go for that easy point but then they can go for the other easiest thing of like oh juliet he's using you for his company but they sort of they say that he's using you for clout no they do say that but they're that's not what they're like they say it once like and now they're focusing on all the other stupid shit yeah it's just like coming up they're saying all these things he's a snake he's using this that but they're not providing solid proof or solid evidence so you need to come with your evidence and receipts before you just say somebody's a snake. Okay, yeah, and bye. also like they're going off. Of, well, Alex was friends with him, and he says this. It's like, oh yeah, let me believe fucking Alex, the most like, reliable source on the show. No, like, are you kidding me? Maybe if Madison said it, I would believe it. And Madison's not saying it exactly. She's saying nothing. Yeah. So. they need to find better evidence to convince me. Honestly, I kind of don't like him just because of the whole sayings thing, but (laughs) I don't think he's a snake because of the sayings thing. He speaks in riddles. (laughs) He speaks in riddles. He thinks he's, like, a bridge troll. Other than that, 
Amanda's going to try to get her food. It's like, you have to answer these riddles before. <laughs> these three <laughs> riddles before you can pass. <laughs> and grab your phone. Like, it, it's just like the dumbest thing. So. It's a storyline I'm not buying into. Find, find another way to go about it, MTV. Another storyline I'm not buying into is the whole Brandon and Amanda. Like, they went roller skate. Like, come on. There was no spark there. And also the fact that she's like, oh, it's nice that someone has a phone. <laughs> it's like, please, any chance you get, you're going to bring up a phone. Somebody gets a phone call. Oh, wow, you have a phone? It must be nice. But low-key, I did the same thing. So. <laughs> but my phone was actually gone. <laughs> Your, there was a different situation. Your phone wasn't, like, allegedly stolen by somebody, and we all know that it wasn't actually stolen by that person or by anybody. But, like, okay, so... Brand the whole like sleepover slumber party thing they did. One, it looked really cute. Like it did the look whole cute. I kind of wanted to do it <laughs> with the pillows and stuff like that. But she's like, "Oh no, I swear I'm gonna stay here, but I can always go over to Brandon, sleep with him, and then come back." And it's like, "Oh yeah, that's exactly what Madison fucking wants." Listen, if we're in a pretending in a world where that was a real relationship and Amanda and Brandon are really hooking up, then. You know what? That would probably annoy me because Madison and Amanda are actually friends. Mm -hmm. And it's not like she had the conversation like, hey, is this This cool with you? Yeah. There there just didn't seem to be that level of respect. Not to mention, Amanda, I presume, recently broke up with her Mm ex-boyfriend. And they sort of had a thing before, allegedly, (laughs) according to the show, and it didn't pan out. So, as... You know, if this is somebody who you are actually in a relationship with and you did care about them, you're still even if you're pissed, you're still going to be looking out for them. And this is your friend. It would be weird for me. Yeah. But in the scope of the show. In the scope of the show, it's like not weird because none of these are actual relationships. I love the Brandon's party. There's a scene of Madison facing away from the pool. Mm-hmm. Talking to someone. It was either Kelsey or Chloe or someone like that. And she, in the background, they perfectly capture it, where Brandon and Amanda are hooking up in the pool. Did you notice that? No. So, it's them talking, and, like, say, the space in between two people, it's Brandon and Amanda hooking up in the background, while Madison's talking about how, like, she just wanted to talk to Brandon about how, like, Amanda might be using him type thing. I was like, come on, MTV. <laughs> How are you getting that perfect shot if not set up? So Exactly. It's just, it, this is, I'm not buying the relationship at all. Not the relationship, they're not a relationship, but I'm not buying the chemistry, the hookup. I don't feel it. I don't think the rest of the audience feels it. We're not that dumb. Also, it's like, in every Instagram, he's with his ex, well, it's his current girlfriend again from yeah. last season, Camilla. So, that's just, it's so scripted. I mean, I know the whole thing is scripted, but that one is, like, I can't buy into. Robbie and Julia, I, I can buy, sort of buy into, mm-hmm. even though it, I think that was for the show as well, but I think I they may it. have started hooking up for real, and then he was like, can I be on the show? Yeah, and they're both attractive people, and you can see there's some sort of attraction there, whether it's 100% authentic or not. I'm not saying they're in love, but they both definitely are attracted to each other. Yeah. At a minimum. Where I don't think Brandon and Amanda, like, they're both attractive people, but I don't think there's chemistry no. there. Because also, if there was, 
They would have hooked up way before this show. They would have hooked up before the show. They would have hooked up, like, when Brandon and Camilla broke up. Mm-hmm. Although, but I forgot about the fake storyline about Brandon and Madison getting back together. So I guess the fake storyline would have interfered with that. <laughs> their other fake storyline. There would have been something. Or they would have actually written in, written written in. in into the show. They're like, desperate. Yeah. They're desperate now. So we have the pool party. And then... We already talked about Alex and his posse. Alex and his posse show up. And Julia... Oh, this is the another scene that killed me. So Julia calls Chloe after Kelsey comes home and basically says mm-hmm. she has this report filed and she's going to basically hold it over your head. So I, you just need to apologize. Yeah. And she calls her up. And okay, when she calls her up, the voicemail, I will say it did not sound like it was the most sincere apology in the world. No. She should have said, hey, Chloe... I am, like, I want to take time before calling you. I'm really sorry about what happened. Can I meet, like, can we get lunch? Can we talk about this in person? That's all. Don't do your, like, say, you can say sorry once, but, like, don't do your full apology on the voicemail. Meet up and tell her you want to meet in person and talk about it. That's more sincere than just, like, sending a, like, leaving a voicemail than sending a text a day later. And she sounded so apathetic as well when she was leaving the voicemail. She was very monotone. Mm-hmm. She didn't really seem like she cared. And then she sends a text message that Robbie helps her with. So this is what I don't understand. This is the thing I'm not also not understanding about Robbie. Is he got the whole thing where he's like clapping during the fight with Julia and Chloe. And then he's sitting here telling her how to write an apology. And like, he was doing a pretty good job he at was, it. He was, yeah. He was really home- like hitting points. Don't say this. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't say, I'm sorry, but, like, just be straightforward with it. What I'm also surprised about is they were talking in the, like, slumber party thing. Like, mm-hmm. Chloe didn't bring up, like, she, like, briefly brought it up, but, like, didn't go into detail of, like, oh, she texted me and, like, all this stuff. Like, she didn't talk about it at all. Yeah, and then, and then Juliet finally, and when Juliet calls her, this is the part that kills me. She, Chloe listens to the voicemail and she's like, you know what? This is a little too, too little too late. I'm like, it's literally been a day. Too late. What did you want her to call immediately right after? It's been one day. If you can't accept an apology after one day, if that's too late, you have some issues. Like, have you apologized every time after one day? No. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It, it was so dramatic. And, like, the fact that they're also making it, like, a, oh, well, now you can use it, like, you can hang this over her head. It's like, you are a shitty fucking person. I think that. I think that Kara is coming, when she was giving her advice, it was like, hang it overhead. And I think Madison was coming from the perspective of this, at least with this report, she can see that her actions have consequences, which is the right way to look mm-hmm. at it, if you're going to look at it from any point of view. Yeah. Like, she has to be able to know that you can, you know, you can be held accountable for your actions. You can't just do whatever you want, attack whoever you want, and get away with it. Yeah. That being said... She pulled her hair. She knocked her head. Amanda broke her freaking nose. And she's friends with Amanda again. And she didn't file a police report. So I think somebody did say. She might have said on the show she did file a report with Amanda. Or maybe you told me. I don't know. I don't. I heard somewhere that she did file a report with Amanda, but she didn't press charges. But. Then if I was Juliet, I wouldn't be worried. Like, because she broke her freaking nose. She had to have surgery. Yeah. Completely different ballgame. She's all talk. Like. (laughs) Chloe 
likes to play victim after she stirs the pot a little bit. Yeah. And that's what I can't get on board with. And, like, I just don't... Like, she's not going to press charge. Like, we know... Like, MTV wouldn't let her press her charges. No, because it was so many. It's so manufactured. It's it's just like a whole, and then also Juliet's the star of the show. They're not losing yeah. the star of their show. No, and she's like, oh, for what Juliet did, the cops said she would definitely get arrested. It's like, like that's false. That's very false. Mm, all she did was pull your hair. Like that's a normal occurrence on Real Housewives of New Jersey. So it, it is. It truly is. But did anything really happen else on the show? The whole carrot, carrot, carrot. Carrot. That is their nickname. That that is their nickname, but I just, like, said Carrot Garrett. But Kara and Garrett. That whole, oh, that whole fight. The fight. fight. So fake. She's talking to Alex, and, like, Alex likes to stir the pot and whatever, but. And she's like, I call you every night. No, I call you every night. So ridiculous. But, but that isn't, like, that is a real couple fight. Like, (laughs) I've definitely said that to Ted of, like, I put in more effort than you do. Like, when we were, especially when we were doing the long distance thing of, like, I'm the one that calls you every night and says I love you first. And Ted's like, no, I do it. And it's, like, going back and forth. So, like, I can see that being a real fight. But not at a party. (laughs) And not in somebody's driveway. And not after Kara this whole time is, like... I'm just not... Like, I'm I'm not interested. I want to be on a break. Like, can we see other people? And then... And then... When he says to her, do you want to be with me? She has the audacity. No, she says to him, she has the audacity to say to him, do you want to be with me? And when he says, well, it doesn't really seem like you want to be with me. She gets mad. She gets like, mad. What? You're the one that wants to go on a break. Yes. Like. This is your idea. I've always said, like, if someone ever said to me, I want to go on a break, like, we're done. Like. Yeah. There's, there's no, nothing else after the break. Yeah. The break is the end. And I think Juliet said that to Garrett. Of like, yeah, it's not going to end well. Yeah, you guys are going on a break. That means you guys are breaking up. Like, I think that. Well, you know what? From the chatter online, her time on the show is coming coming to an, to an end. But I also think like Kara, Kara I almost said it again. Kara and Garrett did have chemistry. I think they were a real couple, especially over the summer when the show he wasn't feeling. He went to New Jersey. They went to dinner together in New Jersey, yeah. family, like, all of that stuff. So, like, I think there are real, like, there are that realities. is one couple that I do believe, like, maybe it started as something from the show, but it turned into something. Yeah, and I think that she has, she has not, at least on the show, has not learned to love herself and not even love herself, just like herself. Yeah. She has so many insecurities that it's, like, if you can't keep past your own insecurities and at least like yourself you're not a relationship with somebody else is not going to work out because everything they say or don't say is never going to be enough yeah it's never going to be reassuring enough that things are good yeah so i think that's why they really didn't work out or they're not working out on this show as annoying as she can be I don't know. I have a soft spot for Kara. I for love Kara. Kara. I like her. And I think a lot of... I think it's an unpopular opinion. No. We're the right opinion. <laughs> but it's, it's unpopular, but it's right. Sometimes the, the right thing and unpopular are not the same. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I like her. I like her funny little quips. Like, I think she's one of the more real people yes. on the show. I think she's very witty. Yeah. She's very sharp. She's on it. And not all of the people on the show are sharp and on it. A lot of these people are just messy. She's messy, but she's strategic mm-hmm. about her messiness. 
<laughs> some people are just like messy all around. But what were the scenes for next week? I don't even remember. Did I watch that? Did they have them? I don't know. Did they have them? <laughs> I don't know if I watched it. I we know it has to get good because Alex is back. So yes. I don't re- I feel like it has something to do with Alex. What with Alex, I don't remember. Maybe they... I I remember, like... But I think I'm just thinking about a preview of, like, the... Him telling his parents about the... Yeah, that's, like, all the, yeah. the end, I'm sure. That's definitely at the end. I think, but it's... We know it's still going to get good because we haven't even seen the fight with Juliet and his current baby mama. Mm-hmm. Alyssa. Alyssa. So, it's going to continue... To get even better. Yeah. The season I'm just looks like one of their the best. It looks amazing. It does. Full of content and drama. And every week I And Polly going off the And Polly going away. And oh, you know what I saw something in a Facebook group where Polly put up some Instagram post about how people are saying to him they want the star back on the show. Who's saying that? They want he's this. paying people to say it. He's literally paying people he's to say it. He's literally going, he's going to, oh my god, no, there's that picture that he posted that people look like fucking children. Like, they look like they were in high school, like he was at a high oh, school yeah, party. Oh yeah, a high school party. And he, that was the picture, and he's like, they want the star back on the show, like, they don't yeah, even watch the show. Yeah, because you bought them free fucking alcohol, yeah. they're 17 years old. <laughs> they don't even watch the show. They're just glad you're there with the alcohol they that you They literally look like children. They looked like high school children. They're, only people that want to hang out with Polly's. <laughs> so that says something when you can, the only people you can get to hang out with you are 17 years old. Because I don't know any better. Disclaimer, we don't know if they're actually 17. Yeah, we don't know if they're actually underage. But. They looked it. They fucking look 17. So. He looked like he crashed a high school party and you know things are rough when that's the only party you can get into. <laughs> and it's because he brought alcohol and they can't buy it. Yeah. Maybe some drugs too. Probably, I wouldn't doubt it. For sure. <laughs> He just, it's like, who's calling you a star? 17-year-olds, what, you, you're buying free alcohol, like, you're giving them free alcohol. I don't even think your grandmother's calling you a star. No, definitely, definitely you're not. You're cut off. You're cut off, so she's definitely not calling you a star. He, oh, he's so desperate. He needs so much help. Okay. Real Housewives of New Jersey. We're in the Hamptons. Teresa shows up and says, Jackie, thank you so much for inviting me. And Margaret, thank you so much for not inviting me. Like, she's like, I don't want the gift bag. It's like... I don't want a fucking goodie bag. Shut up. And Margaret's like, who doesn't want a fucking goodie bag? I mean, true. Who doesn't want a goodie bag? I would take it. I would take it, even if I was pissed off. Yeah. All right. Be like, okay. Hey, bitch, give me the goodie bag, and then we'll talk. So I was watching it, as you know, right before we recorded, and I was watching it with Ted. And Ted was very confused. Like, Ted kept saying, like, does this girl, like, not, like, did we just find out that this girl has money? Like, I'm very confused why this is such a big deal. But, like, everyone knew it. You know what? I didn't know she had money like that because her house is nice, but it's not, yeah. compared to the other housewives, it's not that big. It's a normal-sized house. It's yeah. very nicely done, but it's not not lavish. Yeah. And I think we talked, like, new money, like, and they talked about yes. that, this episode of, like, new money versus old money. And, like, Jennifer is just... She's just not, like... She's not used to it. She's not used to it, and she's also just, like, very, like, oh, look at me in my Chanel shirt, my mm-hmm. Chanel pants, my That's Chanel bag. Said. Like, like, no. <laughs> it was too much. And it's also uncomfortable talking about 
like asking someone about their finances. Specifically, how many properties do you own? So that's very personal. But before they even get to dinner, Margaret and Teresa sit down mm-hmm. and try and have a conversation. And it's like, really, they're just, Margaret is going in circles. Mm-hmm. Because Teresa doesn't get it. Wheels, so. She is. <laughs> the best line was the Charles Manson. And she's like, who's Charles Manson? <laughs> and Melissa's like, Margaret, let me just tell you, historical figures, cultural references, they're nothing. They're nothing all going to go work. over her head. Exactly. She had no clue. And she's like, well, if I knew they were a murderer, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put my kids around like, them. Well, well, that's good that you yeah. wouldn't have a murderer around you. So that's the standard here. No murderers allowed in her life. Just like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I listen to a lot of true crime. Like, no, I, I don't even think it's like that I'm like into true crime. And like, he was huge. And not even in our lifetime. In yeah. More into Reese's lifetime. She's just a something else. But at the end of the day, I, I think, honestly, I think Margaret, I see Margaret's point and I think that it's valid. And I'm not telling you not to be friends with her, even though she's a vile, horrible person. I just want you to say to her what you, you did was wrong. That. But also at the same time, it's like Margaret knows Teresa. So she should just forget about it. Yeah. Like, you know, Teresa gets in these like things and it's just like. You can't convince her one way or the other, and it's not even worth the time at some point, so. No, at a certain point, when somebody's not getting it, you just have to either decide, I don't want this, I don't want to continue this, or, you know what, they're not going to get it, and I'm just going to have to get over it and move on. And I think that is what Margaret is leaning towards, like, I just need to move on past this, and then they go to dinner, and Joe gets on the phone with Teresa and Mm -hmm. starts talking to Dolores. About her, the... About... Yeah. She has a doctor boyfriend, so maybe she can get Teresa a doctor boyfriend. He's his doctor husband. He skips oh, yeah. the boyfriend thing. He's just an ass. Dolores can't even lock this man down, so who yeah. thinks Teresa's gonna lock down one of his friends, like... <laughs> and he's just... Joe, I think, he's textbook manipulator when he says to Teresa, who's gonna want to date you with all the baggage you have? Yeah. Really? I, still, I just don't understand this man. She is doing everything in... For him. For him. And he's being a fucking dick. And he's been a dick. Yeah. Their entire marriage. It shows you the flashbacks to all those scenes where, Sam, shut the fuck up, I'm gonna, you better shut your mouth, here comes my bitch wife. Yeah. On the phone with somebody who was allegedly not his mistress, who we all know was his fucking mistress. He wasn't talking to his business partner like that. No. He's been, there's been a pattern of this. I don't get it. I just, I truly do not get it. And then she brought up the prenup at dinner and, like, all that stuff. And then, of course, that opens the thing of, like, someone's like, oh, I learned that Jackie had a prenup. But Jackie had the prenup, not, like, a prenup was signed. It was, like, Jackie's prenup. And Jennifer's eyes, like, literally lit up. Like, you could see her. And then, like, you saw the switch. Um, like so quickly of like Jennifer never really liked Jackie Mm -hmm. and then she heard that eyes lit up next day she's like you know I don't see eye to eye with Jackie but I could see us being friends or like something like that yes and it's like because she knew she had money which opens up the whole argument of is Jackie cheap I don't think she's cheap I I think think she spends her money wisely she invests in real estate she 
had she spends it on her kids like she spends it on herself like it's not like she's wearing fucking like i don't know old like not that old navy she but like she wears she, nice stuff she wears nice clothing like she spends it on things that she wants she's not doing it in excess like she's probably wearing a ton of designers she's just not a label whore um she doesn't need everybody to know who she's wearing yeah and then another thing is like they all had goodie bags in their rooms like She's not cheap. There is food. There's alcohol. Like, if she was cheap, it would be like there no like there was like nice sandwiches. It wasn't even like here's Subway. Like, she's not cheap. She made the house up nice for them. Mm-hmm. I think that she's she's not spending her money to impress people. She's spending her money to make to be financially responsible so that her kids are set up mm-hmm. so that they can live well within their means. And it's, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing like, she's just it's not an excess person. She's yeah. not an over-the-top person. You can tell she's just very simple. She doesn't need to do anything extra. And yeah. Jennifer is, because Jennifer is the complete opposite, she doesn't get it. Yeah. There, Jennifer is not a middle person where it's like, you know, she spends, you know, an average amount of money. It's like, no, everything Jennifer has has to be designer, and you have to be able to know it's designer. Yeah. It can't just be a nice bag that might have, like, a small label on it, like, or you just know, like, no, it's a fucking giant Chanel. Like, not even, like, the class, like, that sounds bad, but, like, not even, like, in a classy way. It's, like, written in huge letters. Like She has the Chanel earrings, like, the huge drop earrings. It's not even mm -hmm. just, like, a little something here. She has, you know, she has to point out she has a Chanel coat. Everybody has to know how much money she has. The giant Chanel be- belt that says Chanel, like, across her waist or whatever. And at the end of the day, this is how I feel, is that spending money on your kids, your kids are not going to remember, like, oh, my mom loves me because she spent so much money on me. Yeah. Your kids are going to remember, like, my mom loves me because she put this party on and mm-hmm. got exactly, you know, she got what I wanted and we had a good time. Yeah. That's what you're going to remember. You're not going to remember the amount of money spent. Jennifer, if you don't want your kids to go over to the birthday party because your kids aren't into sports, like, Melissa's kids had so much fun. Like, they exactly. were running around playing basketball, had pizza, and then a Nutella cake. Like, that's what the kids wanted. She got that. Like, and yes, there's going to be parents there. But how, like, I'm trying to think back to, like, my birthday parties when I was younger. Like, I had a pool party birthday party one time and, like, I'm pretty sure there was really only food for the kids. Like, it was for the kids. Yeah. It, the kid, you have pizza, and it's for the kids, and the parents, if you want to eat the pizza, you eat the pizza, mm-hmm. and that's it. it. You're not having extra catering for the parents. It, it was the same as, you know, would have, like, a nice skating party, and mm-hmm. you get the cake, and you get the pizza, and maybe there's, like, chips or whatever. Yeah. And if parents are there, and you they eat want to eat there. it, you eat, with, you eat what's there. You don't get platters on platters on platters. For the parents. The party's yeah. not for the parents. And half the time, like, people drop their kids off. Like... Exactly. And what if what if the parents don't want to eat that? What if the parents have already... It's not... The party's not for the parents. No. The party's for the kids. And kids are happy with pizza and cake. I'm happy with pizza and cake. Yeah. I'm literally fine with that. So... <laughs> so, heads up to anybody coming to our future children's <laughs> birthday parties. There will not be platters of food. It's going to be pizza and cake. 
I don't know. I feel like I'll still be that mom that has platters of food because I feel like I even do that for parties that I'm like, oh, we're all just drinking. Here's some food. (laughs) But Um, I also like one Margaret shouldn't have said anything at lunch to Jackie because she also said the thing about the food and like no secret is safe. With Jennifer. <laughs> no, especially when she threw Jennifer under the bus. Yeah. She had to have known that was coming because yeah. Jennifer can't can't own up to anything. And I'm just... Like, oh, well, I said that, but she said this. Mm-hmm. So, which one's worse? <laughs> and I'm still just so annoyed with this freaking food storyline because it's... It's none of, nobody's place to be talking about her disorder. No, and some people just don't eat fucking breakfast. Like... Exactly. That's normal. I have coffee for breakfast. Like, I'm not a breakfast person. I can't eat in the morning. Like, there are plenty of people who don't. If you are truly her friend and you're concerned about her eating, talk to her about it offline. Yeah. Do not sit in front of the camera and film a scene about how she doesn't eat because it's disrespectful to her and to whatever friendship you have. Yeah. And it's nobody's place to talk about it except for her because it's her story. Yeah. I hate the storyline. I'm not here for it. I would only be, I'm only here for it when she's the one bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're watching the video and she's talking about it with her dad. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, she feels comfortable enough where she wants to share this part of her life and bring awareness to it and talk about it. The, out of that whole fight, like, Melissa sitting there saying, like, she's set, like, she's set for life and all this stuff, like, we're not, we're not, we're not type thing. Jennifer looked like she was gonna fucking kill her. Like, in like I could just see her racing in her head like are you like like thinking like are you are you calling me poor like all of this stuff of like what do you mean I'm not setting my kids up and it's like you're but you're not you're not you're giving your kids first of all you're not saving anything for your kids second of all you're giving them everything they want so why would they want to work for anything yeah and in that respect Melissa was right they're doing their kids no favors mm-hmm. by giving them these lavish events and parties and spending yeah. thousands of dollars when that's not the real world. And you have to work for those things. You don't just get handed them. So their kids aren't learning any lessons where Jackie's kids are seeing, you know what, like, you get simple things. And if you want to have these lavish big things, then one day you can work for it and have that. Yeah. And in the meantime, she is saving money for her kids so that they can go to college and not have to worry about loans or whatever yeah and i'm sure they'll all have trust from what it sounds like so oh yeah definitely they'll be set i don't know about the other kids and then this is how you know though that they are trying to fill out the season is because they save the big fights to the end Mm -hmm. and it's killing me the to be continued because it's like no i want to see this whole fight when jennifer literally she throws a knife and she threw something else too at melissa i think she threw like her knife and fork like do you have no class? Yeah. Like, it's just so stupid. And, like, you're not... You're in the fucking Hamptons, like, at a nice restaurant. Yes. Like, don't throw shit at people. And you know it's gonna start something because last season, she... You didn't watch the last season. But mm-hmm. last season, they're at a dinner in Mexico, and she literally takes her wine glass, hits it on the table so that it's, like, shards, and gets up at Melissa. And Melissa gets up and is like, you've got the wrong fucking girl. Melissa, I would not want to mess with Melissa. No. She is tiny, but she looks scrappy. Yeah. Like, she could fuck you up. She can throw down. Yes. Like, she could definitely take you. At any minute. 
any second. So why are you starting shit, Jennifer? At a restaurant at lunch. Also, Jennifer, like, in a fight, she can't. Oh, please. She would be helpless the whole time. She'd be whining the whole time. Someone could push her over, like. Exactly. I had, Melissa had, we're going sort of back in the episode, but she had this one comment when Jennifer took the video of the house mm-hmm. and is showing, sent it to Bill, and he was like, oh, how pretty, buy one. And she's, she's like, she's literally uh, Veruca from Willy Wonka. She's like, Daddy, I want a house, and I want it now. She really is. She really is, though. And, like, they had a good point of, like, everyone else has, like, a beach house, except Jennifer. And, like, now she's like, shit, I want a beach house. <laughs> I want a beach house, Daddy. That's all she wants now. <laughs> and she's going to get one, I'm sure. And she'll want it in the Hamptons because she wants, like, that fake that class. Status. So. Mm-hmm. That fake status. So she'll probably get it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Jersey to be continued. And we didn't even get previews. Like, you, you don't no. get shit. So no. it, we get nothing. It's so fucking annoying. But they're trying to fill up that space until Italy so that they can edit all that and make sure they get everything in they can. Mm-hmm. 90 Day Fiance. Yes. There's been so many, like, offline, like, sightings of everyone. If we want to start talking through, like, Natalie and Mike. They go to the airport. They do not end on good terms. Not at, at all. all. I think that they're both being a little immature. I, I don't, like, I see his side. Like, I don't think he, he's... But him sitting there in the car the whole time with his hand on his head, it was a bit much. But also, she's being fucking annoying. But I think that they were coming from, I don't think there was, like, this cultural barrier, language barrier, almost, because she thought in her head, in her commentary, she was saying, I'm just trying to reassure him that everything is fine. And to him, he thought she was being childish. But also, at the same time, it's like, okay, you're saying everything's fine, but then you also said you, you didn't love me. So, like, it's, like, this weird thing. So, but Natalie's in Seattle, or Washington, like, because he lives in... Whatever, swim, squam, swim, Washington. No, that. <laughs> no offense if anybody lives there. We but don't care about it. Sorry. She's in Washington yes. now, filming. There's camera crews. So. But to be fair, it was just a tell all, so she could still be here on whatever visitor. But I don't think if you get denied for a K1, they're automatically like, here's a visit, like, here's a tourist visa. But can't you come here? Okay, you know no, how... No, you need visas. But how can we... We can go to another country on a passport. Our passport's strong. They put out that list of strong passports. That's why. Oh. Technically, I think when my cousins come over here, they need to get something to come over. No and way. And pay a fee. Yeah. Okay, that's a little bit stringent. <laughs> All right, but we, this, is, this podcast is not about immigration U.S. immigration laws. laws, but technically, like, the U.S. passport's decreasing in strength. Is I think it? Japan's number one right now. Really? Mm-hmm. So I need to go to Japan. <laughs> somehow become a citizen. Marry someone over in Japan. Marry- I don't know if they have the same laws. Okay, this is really taking a little <laughs> turn. Really so, like, is. I don't think if she got denied, I think she got the visa. I think she's over here. I think she just, came, like, I think it just got approved. So on the tell-all, they're going to talk about oh, how her maybe. visa's approved. And film them, like, a few days in Washington. It will be, you know how they do the clips? Yeah. It will be something along those lines. I'm starting to not ship them as much just because I don't, I don't know. I just feel like they were so strong and then all of a sudden they just 
fell apart very quickly at I a th- rapid pace. I think it was also just the stress of the, visa. of the visa and not knowing. Fair, fair. But it's like, that's stressful, but it's not going to be the most stressful thing in that relationship. No, She wants but... to have a baby. Yes, That's but stressful. it's like the pressure of the baby, the pressure of not having a visa. It's like, you want a baby, I want to be with you, but I don't want to give you a baby right now because I don't even know if we're going to be together in the same country. I could see it. I don't know if I'm in love with them anymore. There's only one couple I'm in love with. Let me guess. Tanya and Sunjin. Wow. <laughs> Nailed it. Ugh. If we want to talk about them. So, Sunjin just did... Okay, wait. No. Well... Back up. So, we have the the astrology person. Mm-hmm. Afro Mystic. What was it? Afro Mystic or something like I that? I don't remember her name. I don't know. They but have to confirm times, dates, locations, blood type, <laughs> social security numbers. He doesn't have one yet. <laughs> so, it's problematic. Maybe that's why she, she uh, garnered he wasn't her soulmate. And so, then they asked... But they also gave, like, simple things, like, we could have gotten from the show, like, oh, they fight a lot and they have sex. It's like, doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> like, I don't know, that's, that's a relationship, a lot, but, yeah. but, like... People fight and have sex, isn't that... That's normal. And, like, there's just, like, they, they like to travel. No shit, she just got back from Costa Rica. Like, you're <laughs> from South Africa. Like, okay, so vague. tell us some more, like, astrology person. <laughs> Give me, like, some personality traits here. But... The whole soulmate thing comes up, and he's like, I think she's my soulmate. She's like, I don't think you're my soulmate. But it's the way that she said it that I, like, I don't really believe in soul. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in soulmates. Like, I go through phases of, like, wow, I'm really into this, like, getting in touch with astrology and, like, lines and, like, all this stuff. And then I'm like, fuck that shit. It's not real. But, like, if he, but for someone like Tanya who go, is going to herbalism school, is, like, going to all of this stuff, paying $500 for this astrology reading. $500? I don't know. I'm making that part up. But <laughs> maybe I did read that somewhere. I don't know. I'm concerned about how much she's spending on astrology readers. But, like, spending all this money on astrology, and for you to say, like, he's not your soulmate, but their souls were connected, maybe he was her brother in a past life. It's just, like, a weird thing to say. But she did say she knew him in a past life. Which As is her some, brother. But that's some sort of soulmate. As connected. her brother. Or uncle. Uncle is very specific. She said brother or uncle. I don't know which one is and more like, strange. She's like, I know I want, like, I believe my first love, my ex-boyfriend was my soulmate and we're meant to be together. She said that? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. We're meant to be together, but I know you're going to be the father of my kids. Yeah, it's a little insulting. Like, that's insulting of, like, oh, I'm using you for your sperm, and then you can get the fuck out. Like, the way, like, the conversation took a left turn, and, like, I understand why he was mad. I get it, but at the same time, okay, she shouldn't have said the whole thing about her ex, because then I think it would make it better, like, maybe you just don't believe in soulmates. But she does believe in soulmates. Or maybe you believe in multiple soulmates. Yeah, but she didn't say that. She should have said it. (laughs) She should have said, I think we're soulmates. And I think you can have multiple soulmates. Yes. But But she she didn't have to say, I don't think you're my soulmate. But she did. Here's, okay. I'm not Tanya's number one fan, but I go back to, she did say they knew each other in a past life. I think that's 
some that's sort of big. I don't feel like I knew everybody in a past life. But she also said that her ex-boyfriend was her soulmate and that they're meant to be together. Yeah, that part was unnecessary and she should have just <laughs> cut that out. But the rest of it, I don't think was so super offensive. At the, I don't think it's the most the, offensive thing she said. The issue, the other issue is, is like she's sitting there like kind of laughing at the whole situation, like laughing that Sinjin like has these hurt feelings. And it's like, I just kind of think that she thinks that he, she's better than him. Like, and I, like, I feel like it goes back to that whole thing. Like when they're sitting down, they're like, oh, he's just a white privileged male. And it's like, he's not, he worked in the fucking coal mines (laughs) or I don't know if it was coal, but like, no, I think it was coal. He worked in the mines in South Africa. Diamond. Oh, so it could be, so he could. Nickel. Blood diamonds. I don't know, copper. Was he part of blood diamonds? Yes, he was the little boy in Blood Diamonds. He was actually the actor. Um, but, like, he worked in the mines. Like, he didn't live a privileged life. No, he had, he worked hard for what he had. And South Africa, you didn't watch this, but on 90 Day the Other Way, like, South Africa is not a great place to live. Well, it's so, tied. And, like, the fact that she thinks that she's, like, oh, it's just, like, she rubs me the wrong way in all sorts of different, like. She's not my number one person but speaking of them spoiler alert he went on instagram live mm-hmm. and said that he is single and not yeah i don't know if he said he's not with her or that he just he's just he's, single i think from what in a i past saw life, he they're still said, together yeah they're still together in a past life in the current <laughs> life not so much as an uncle as an uh, so creepy but i don't remember if people said that he was back in south africa or if he was still here. No, well, here's the strange thing, though. is be, he, he went on Instagram Live and said he's single, but I saw a bunch of people commenting saying that they saw him as... They, he, they saw them together as recent as New Year's Eve. In New Orleans, specifically. So, did they break up? I mean, they could have broken up from New Year's. It's 23 days later. I would have broken up with her when she went to Costa Rica, like... But then he couldn't stay. I would have married her day one, like courthouse let's go <laughs> and then he can he waits it out for the 90 days and then he could stay well and that's not how it works but. well he has to get his green card <laughs> i'm just making up immigration <laughs> law as we go but basically he would have been able to stay sooner he would have had to be married to her less days mm-hmm. but he obviously loved her yeah i think he loves her yeah. i don't think she loves him i think she be- loves him but i don't think she's like head over i heels. think she's I don't think she loves him. I think she is in love with the idea of him. Possibly. But she has to pay for all this, so. She has no job. That's the, like, I, they haven't talked about it, but I really think her mom's sponsoring his visa. She's an activist. Oh, I'm sorry. They're rolling in the fucking dough. I forgot. She's loaded. Let me change my career path. (laughs) Let me go to some herbalism school. Moving on from them, I think we should speak about a couple I actually do love. Michael and Juliana. Yes. I love them so much. They You didn't see too much of them together. No. But. I love that he bought an aspirational tux. Me too. And, came, and he didn't fit into it. That's even fit. better. That's even better is that he didn't fit into and it. And last minute he had to get his other tux fitted because he really thought he was going to fit into the aspirational one. Which shows you how much money he has if he can just buy an aspirational tux and then he has a backup one. <laughs> yeah. And can get it fitted last minute. But I love it. It was even better that he didn't fit. <laughs> she looked like truly a princess mm-hmm. on her wedding day. 
She is just so gorgeous. She's so pretty. She would look good in any gown she put on. Yeah. The... It was so sad, though. Like, she was so upset about her family not texting, not calling, not no video. reach outs. Like, and I'm sure they asked, like, hey, do you want to be in? Like, I don't think her friends would have not asked. But do you think they have smartphones? I don't know if they have smartphones. But I think they have enough phones to text her. Yeah. I can't imagine if I was getting married and on the day of my wedding, nobody from my family... Yeah. Says one word to me. And that's like a huge day in your life where you want everybody you love to be there. Also, with the video that was being shown of like all of her friends, like, mm-hmm. you know she's a freaking model because one, all those people were, were freaking gorgeous. gorgeous. And then they're all in different parts of the country. Like, yes. not country. World. world. Like, some people were in Japan. Like, they were from everywhere. And like, she is a serious model. 100%. I mean... It's like you look at her on the show for 10 seconds and you can tell. Yeah. She she has the body type. She has the face. She's gorgeous. I don't feel like a ton happened with them in general besides mm-hmm. her getting ready and her being sad. Yeah. But. I just love them together. I just love them together. I love oh, the moment that Cece and Max have when they're talking on the couch. And she's like, how do you feel about dad actually get. Like, they are so wise beyond their years. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I think he's going to do the, like. Like, be part... Remember how I said, like, he should be the officiant of the... Yes. Like, I think he's going to do something. Because remember, he was talking to Cece, and he's like, oh, you'll see at the wedding, or something like that. Like, oh, I'm saying something at the wedding. Like, I think he's going to, like, do something. They're so adorable, and I love to... This is how you know how wise they are, and they're like, you know, I just am afraid, like, other people are going to think it's weird. Mm-hmm. What kid thinks that? At that, their ages, is thinking about what, how other people are going to perceive the situation. Yeah. But, I, and I love the moment between Cece and Juliana. She comes in and she's like, you look so beautiful. Like, I'm so excited. hmm They're just, I feel like they're all very normal, well-adjusted people. Yeah. And I think TLC thought there would be more drama with yes, them. Yes, 100%. So. They were looking for it, and it's just not there. But we need one normal storyline. Oh, yeah. Um... What else? Annie and Robert. I am so over Robert and his ass. Because when they're at that dinner with I her brother so and sister, her. I felt terrible for her. I think that if I were to go to a dinner with my boyfriend's family, brother, brother and he's just like tearing the shit out of me. And then they both start doing it. And he's joining in. I would walk out of there. I would walk out of there too like she did. And she sat there for a while and took it. And also like the when she said like the whole thing of like well he's been lying like he lied to me and like didn't tell me about all his kids he told me about three and like all the stuff and, and like. He's a liar. And then he's like well I have a mil-, like I don't know how many said he yeah, was. It was like seven. Like between him and like and he I don't know there's like a million fucking kids between the both of them. Like, I totally understand where Annie's coming from of, like, I thought about, I knew about one kid, then I knew about three kids, and now you told me about all five. Like, and they're all from different women. And you know what? It's it's not a lifestyle for me, but if you really love somebody, you can get past it. And that's what she's trying to do, and, and he's making it. it difficult. But it's the lie, though. It's yeah. not the fact that he has five kids. It's the fact that he lied about having five kids. Yeah. 
And the fact that the brother is like, then making an issue of how many kids he has. No, that's not the issue here of him having five kids or you having seven kids. I know. The original issue, you were like, oh, can you deal with, um, what's the little boy's name? Bryson. Can you deal with Bryson and all this stuff? And she's great with him. Yes. Like, and the sister was even like, no, she's great with Bryson. And, like, then it turned into, like, it's just, like, both of them together sucked. Like, I didn't like them. No. I don't like Robert. I love Annie. Like, I think Annie is here for the right reasons. Like, I think she does love Robert. I think he talked up this lifestyle they were going to have and, like, all of the stuff and, like, can't deliver on anything, which is fine, but be honest about it of, like, I'm an Uber driver. I'm trying to support this child and, like, all this stuff. I want you to know this before you come to the U.S. He talked a big game, and then she got there, and he had to fess up because you can't hide it anymore when you're talking, you know, over the phone versus in person. And... The fact that his brother was not just, like, you know, trying to get to know her and questioning her in a well-intentioned way. He was well, grilling asked her. her if she was a streetwalker. Yes. Like. He was grilling her and he was disrespectful. Yeah. And if that was my boyfriend, I would be pissed if he didn't step in and say, you know what, this is, like, this is disrespectful. You're out of line right now. Mm-hmm. Change, let's change this top, the topic because we're not talking about this. Yeah. I, I didn't blame Annie at all. And I, you know what? I did feel so bad for her. And she walks out and she says, I came to this country and I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And I have nobody who's here on my side. And everybody's here basically saying, oh, you're here for money. Yeah. Next week, I think we get the episode of Diamond Fox. I don't remember her real name. Um, asking Annie, like, how much money would it take for her to go back? And with the checkbook. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Stay tuned. I just, I don't understand it because they all think she's here for the wrong reasons. But all the viewers see a completely different side. I'm surprised we haven't seen any spoilers about them. Really, there's been nothing. And her brother, his brother too, was like, do, do you feel like you complain a lot? No. But she was, if you were lied to for however long. And then you get here and then you realize there's more lies, like. You'd be pretty fucking pissed. Yeah. Especially because you left all your family and your friends, and you know nobody. And all your clothes. And all your clothes, because you were told not to bring any clothes. He's a goddamn liar. He is. And I don't like it. And for that reason, I'm not into Robert. (laughs) I don't think any. But on the scale of, like, most hated, Tanya still beats Robert. Which is, like... But, you know, it's just because I feel like they don't film enough of Robert. I feel like if they were to film more of Robert, I would probably honestly just like him more. Yeah. Because I would see more of his lies. Yeah. Tanya may be annoying, but I don't think she's a liar. I'm just glad Anna and Marcel weren't in this fucking episode. Oh my god, I had enough of their drama for an episode because it's just like, it was never gonna happen. And it's out. so fake because, spoiler alert, he's in fucking Nebraska, like, food shopping. I just, ugh, no. I, I thought they had the most genuine connection, but I never liked the fact that, ugh, he wouldn't tell his parents things. I don't know. I did actually watch Jasmine and what's-his-face? Blake. Blake. Still don't know his name. Another couple I don't see. They're not going to last. They just have, like, completely different lifestyles. Like, he's the quote-unquote VP of his company, record label. Like, okay, you're at work. Jasmine doesn't have to fucking go. Like, you know she is extremely introverted. She doesn't like drinking. She doesn't like partying. Why are you forcing her into all of these things? He's a party boy, and she likes to stay at home, and I don't know what to do what, but she doesn't like to do any of that. Yeah. And it's like, 
she's to the extreme where she's like, oh, you're drinking? That means we're not going to kiss all night. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little extreme for me. But, I mean, I guess I'm not, I'm not worried about my drinking, but so. But she is so self-aware where she was like, f- like, Finnish people are just, v- like, me as a Finn, like, I'm just very, like, I don't show my emotions. Like, I'm very <laughs> level-headed, like, cold, like, people say cold, like, she was just, like, very self-aware of, like, how she was coming across and, like, that I can respect for because at least she understands what where she's coming from and she understands how it looks, but she doesn't care. She doesn't care. And here's the thing. I don't particularly like Blake and I don't particularly like her, so this is just, to me, an unbiased opinion. If you're engaged to someone, you should, and this is somebody's best friend, you should go to their party. Or at least the dinner and then skip the party. Yes. The dinner at least is going to be not that, like, party, party, like... Yes. Go to the dinner, eat dinner, then leave. You should go to something. Because if this is a person who's going to be your husband, you should care. You should try, at Mm -hmm. least make some effort to have a relationship with his friends. Because they're not going anywhere. No, I agree with that. But I also think she had a good point in saying, like, Blake always wants me to go to these parties, but he never wants to do something that I want to do. And and that way, it needs to be a two day, two-way street. And I also got the p- point that she was making where they're not living together, so they're not spending time, time together. together. And I got that. So I I think she had to do one or one or the other. She had to do the dinner and then the party or, with you know, party with everybody and dinner with Blake. Or she had to do dinner for, with everybody. And, and then they don't go to the party. And they don't they go to the party. Out. I think she had to do one or the other. Yeah. But, but also, like, what the fuck is Blake doing all the time that, like... They can't hang out. Yeah, exactly. But it just seems like he's so busy with his record label and, like, all this stuff, but... I I got both sides of that argument, and I... As Blake, I would probably be annoyed, too, if the plan was we were going to do... And the, and the thing is, like, if she, this is how she felt, she should have told them before. Yeah, but also, she, he called her stupid, and that's where she was like, okay, I'm done. Well, yes. But saying... But I think he was saying more the situation is stupid. Like, this was this was pointless. Why do we even come here for you to not come to the party? When yeah, said but we're he gonna said, go like, he direct, like, he said, you're stupid. So. That's not right. But uh, I got where they were both coming from. I got where he was coming from where I would probably be annoyed, too. If, like, I'm thinking, this is the person I love. They're coming with me. You mm-hmm. know, we're not. And I'm skipping my best friend's birthday dinner, which I told them I was going to. And now I have to tell them I'm not. So that's sort of an awkward situation for you. But also, like, if he knew Jasmine, he should have said, hey, I know you don't like partying. Why don't you come to dinner and then you can go, like, then you don't have to go to this. Like, I just feel like he doesn't take her feelings into account. No, but, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't know. Yeah. I I saw where he was coming from where I would probably be annoyed, too, where I, I had to miss this dinner because... And the dinner that I thought I was coming to, it, it would be one thing if she had told him beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know what? I really want to spend time together with just you. So can we just go to the party? Yeah. And then you're prepared in your mind, like, okay, I, I'm gonna tell my, you know, let my friends know we're just gonna do half of it. But to last minute, mm-hmm. have to tell somebody that, I would feel, I would feel like I was being rude. Yeah. Like disrespectful to my friend's birthday, especially if it's his, his best friend. I would feel bad about doing that. So I saw where he was coming from, and then after all that, you know, he had to miss the dinner. To then say, you know what, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I, I honestly, saw both sides. I honestly think if he didn't get a drink at dinner, she probably would have gone to the party. I think so, too. But 
he's supposed to stop living his life the way he lives it. Yeah. Then that's not the relationship for you. No. That's where why I just think they're not going to work out because he fundamentally has to change his life or mm-hmm. she has to fundamentally change her life. Yeah. And, and they're both not willing to And do they're that. both not willing to. And I don't, I mean, I don't think either one of them should. It just means they're not meant to be together. Yeah. Last couple that was on the show, Angela and Michael. Oh, I forgot about them. Um, so you do all that scarring she has on her yes, chest. Yes, I'm so confused about it. It's lasers. Like, she got some, like, laser treatment. Okay. But her chest and other scenes looks fucking amazing, and her Botox does look really good, so. Her Botox does look good, so <laughs> shout out to Botox. Um... But the best scene out of, like, they didn't do a whole lot, but the best scene had to be was when they, he's like, we have to get my mom a microwave. And we have to get my aunt uh, a kettle. Something. A gift. kettle. And then they go to the place and they're like, oh, it's going to be like 90000 whatever the Nigerian dollar yes. is. And she's like, I only have 15000 And he takes it. <laughs> I know. And she's like, and you're going to throw in that electric kettle. Like. She haggled the... F- and she, oh, she did. And, like, they could have just been, like... No. Most American... Like, it would be, like, oh, you're American, you're gonna pay this. Like, she was, like, fuck that shit. Not... It was, like, $95 for that microwave. That was a lot of money for that microwave. Yeah. No. I wouldn't pay $95 for that microwave. So... No. Good for her for haggling. And she show... They show up, and the woman's, like, you know, you're the... I was just, like, you're the most junior wife. And she's, like, what am I? Can you you come again? (laughs) Can you describe that? But, like, I don't, like, I don't know. They're just kind of, like, filler stuff right now. I feel like he's got, they're going to get the answer, and that's going to be, like, the big episode of, like, if they're coming, if they're going. But, spoiler alert, I think, we said this last week, it's not, but she's at the airport. Yeah, so, so, like, we think he gets it. He either gets it, or, like, they get married, I don't know. But they couldn't get a spousal visa that fast, so. Yeah, it's true. Unless they didn't actually get denied and this is all for filming. That I could see, like, they were making the recommendation for denial. Mm -hmm. I saw the funniest meme. It was, like, a fake, um, like, immigration officer watching the TV of Angela shoving a cake in Michael's face (laughs) and saying, denied. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty good. But, I don't know, I... We'll see what we'll see, the, more to come on them. The, you know, she's not done with the show. She's gonna milk it for every. Oh she can yeah, get. and she, you know what? She's taking care of a lot of people, so I respect her hustle for that. Oh yeah. Other than that, that there's nothing Where else. Is that, is that all the couples? That's all the couples. That's all we have to spill for this week. So follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Spill, and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Podcast Store, and Spotify. And that's it for this week. Bye. Bye.